Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Manager, the career and entrepreneurship podcast for classical musicians. My name is Bernhard Karras and today I want to speak about the 80-20 rule and apply it probably a bit differently than what you might expect. Many of you know that I have the great fortune to be a certified coach and to work with many amazing people. Musicians, as well as corporate executives and scientists and entrepreneurs and many other people. I am most grateful for the trust they put in our work and in myself. But what is most fascinating for me is what really makes a good coaching session. A good coaching session is a session where also I learn a lot. And luckily, many of my clients have a lot to teach me. And in these conversations with my clients, I think we often, on both sides, learn so much and come out of a session enriched. Over the last couple of weeks, I was pondering the question of the search for excellence in musicians and how they apply it to their whole professional life. And in a conversation with a wonderful violinist a few weeks back, I had a realization of a little exercise how to actually deal with that. And that's what I'll be talking about in that podcast episode. Now you know, as a musician, and I don't need to tell you that, You're always driving for being even better at every concert, every performance, every live stream, every recording. And that is fantastic. And that is something you definitely need to do. And I know it's not easy, but this is what makes you so fascinating. And this is also the greatest joy for me to see artists growing and developing their amazing art even further. The issue I have with that is that musicians apply this search and drive for excellence on their whole professional life. So I meet musicians who are working on the newsletter for three months before they actually are ready to send it out. But actually when they reach the point of sending it out, either the content is not relevant anymore because time has passed so quickly, or they are still not content with the newsletter and the quality of the newsletter, so they freeze. So the issue there is that applying your drive for excellence, which is absolutely crucial in your artistic work, is probably not really the best thing in your other professional activities. Just imagine going to the supermarket and instead of grabbing the next card which is available, you're searching for the best card and spending 20 minutes to find out if card A, B or C or perhaps D or E is actually better than the others and which one you should grab. Now, when you come to milk, that becomes even more tedious because you have a shelf space of a meter wide or so full of different milks. 
and which one is the one you really should pick. If you drive for excellence and for driving for the best result you can get, this decision will take you forever. Is that useful? Probably not. Unless you are a gourmet chef with the highest reviews in any relevant papers, where you really need that specific kind of milk which makes your sauce, or better your dessert, even better than one could imagine. So as a musician, you actually need to differentiate between activities where your drive for excellence is actually crucial and important and where it is detrimental. Doing that is not easy. So what we came up with in that session is a very simple exercise. Take a couple of post-its and an empty wall and start writing an activity, a professional activity, down on a post-it and put it up on the wall. One activity, one post-it. And really try to collect all the activities you do as a professional musician. Not only learning repertoire and studying lyrics and practicing and rehearsing, all that, live streaming, but also marketing and sales activities, writing a newsletter, doing social media, doing a talk, teaching, you name it, all your activities. And I think if you really do that, your wall will be pretty full. Now, when you take a step back, look at it and take another marker. But before you take the marker, you actually count all the post-its. How many post-its are up there? 20% and no more, rather less, of the post-its will get a little star. These are the post-its where your drive for excellence is absolutely required. The others don't get that star. But the maximum amount of post-its is 20%. So if you have 50 post-its up there, no more than 10 post-its can get a star. Now look at all the post-its and think which activity actually deserves and requires my utmost drive for excellence. And on these post-its you draw a little star. But as I said, a maximum of 20%. So 50 activities, it's just 20 post-its. Oh, actually 10, sorry, I got my calculations wrong here. Yeah. If you have 30 activities up there, it's only six. And don't be and don't cheat, just be clear on that. And when you have that in front of you, have a good look at it to see actually where your drive for excellence is necessary and where it isn't. And where it is necessary, I don't need to tell you anything about it because you know much better than me how you actually achieve that excellence, how you practice better and more efficient to get to that quality which you want to have 
and perhaps someday even exceed it. But for the other 80% of activities, do not apply that drive for excellence. It actually stifles you, it slows you down, it frustrates you, and it costs you unnecessary energy. Writing a newsletter is much more about the current information than having the best picture, the finest text, the greatest audience there you can imagine. It is much more process-oriented than results-oriented. The process of getting out a good newsletter is more important than actually making sure that it is the best written which you could actually write in one of the top magazines like the New Yorker or so. No, it's not the New Yorker. It's just a newsletter of a musician. So the process of getting out information is more important. So for all the 80% of activities, try to give yourself a time limit on how much time you actually want to give them until you get things out, until you have results. How much time do you need for a newsletter? Is this one hour? Is this two days? There's a huge difference. If you need for your newsletter two days, I would say that's probably too much. At the beginning, you might need two hours, perhaps four hours. But again, it shouldn't be more than that. So in the 80%, it is not the quality, the top quality which is needed. It's the highest efficiency which is required. Because your quality there is good enough to go. If you just write your newsletter this tiny little bit better or spend two more days there, it doesn't change anything. That's very different to actually playing your concert a tiny little bit better. There it does make a difference. But on a newsletter it does not. On a newsletter it's much more important to get it out efficiently, regularly and so on. So look at the 80% of activities and see what is actually crucial there. Is it speed? Is it efficiency? Is, is it getting out fast? Is it just getting done without a big hassle or so, like your taxes? Get them done, get them out. These are the core questions for you to ask yourself in the 80% of activities which do not Im impact on your artistic activities. Well, I would love to see photos of these walls of post-its on social media or send it to me. And if you could tag me, that would be absolutely fabulous. It would be sharing a bit of the work we do together often and to give us an idea of what is really important and where the quality is not as important as the speed and the efficiency. I would love to see these photos. Well, I do hope that you liked that podcast and that it was helpful. And if you have any feedback, please reach out to me. I always love hearing from you. If you're interested in the BYOM Academy, which is actually planning a great festival, there is another open class coming up, I think only in April. But do sign up for it early up. And if you have any questions or so, please do not hesitate to reach out. And yes, do send me these photos, please. So have a great week and speak to you next week. All the best. Yours, Bernhard Karras.